BG Mania, a video game music podcast from May 5th, 2021, is presented by leveldowngames.com. You're listening to Spanish Waltz from Castle Crashers, released August 27th, 2008, composed by Matthew Harwood. What's up, BG Maniacs? Welcome to another episode of BG Mania, a video game music podcast. I, of course, am your host, Brian, and joining me on the show today, the Spanish God. It's not Sammy Guevara, it's Frank. Hola, Le Holmes? Yeah. Cinco de Mayo celebration coming up, but... Real quick, if you'd be so kind, head on over to Apple Podcasts or whichever app you've chosen to listen to us on and drop us a rating and a review on there to help our visibility and search results. Frank, I am so excited for today's episode. I I honestly, from top to bottom, I was listening to this playlist, driving around doing deliveries the other day. This marks the return of us as, as a unit, because this show should be excellent. This is a fun one. I've listened to, I listened to all these tracks prior. Uh, it, it, it's a nice themed episode. We haven't done one of those together in a while. Yeah, one that's actually going to be posting on, you know, the, the day of Cinco de Mayo. It is May 5th. It's actually May 5th as of the recording time. I don't think we've ever recorded a themed episode on the day of the, like, the holiday itself when the episode hasn't even posted yet. I don't think we've ever done that. See, always doing some firsts here. Always Uh, gotta keep doing a first. I live in Pueblo, Colorado now, and I am so excited for Cinco de Mayo. There's going to be... What's what's going on tonight for dinner? uh, For sure, we're going to get some... Actually, we had Mexican last night, uh, but we're probably going to have Mexican again. Um, There's a lot of local uh, vendors. I believe there's a parade. I don't know if I'm going to go to the parade. Uh, If I can, I will, but who knows? Uh, Yeah, there's no parades near us, but uh, because... Tonight, you know, also is a big AEW event on on Dynamite with Blood and Guts. And if you don't listen to the other podcast Frank and I co-host together, go check out Blood and Destroyers and all the wrestling podcasts that posts every Monday. But it's it's a big show tonight, and Jessica and I are going to be ordering food for it. So we'll definitely be looking at the uh, the menus of several different Mexican restaurants. I was going to say, order me some taquitos, man. It's going to be good. Yeah, whatever we choose, what it's going to be. We went to a uh, we went to a Cinco de Mayo party 
this past Saturday night with uh, the girl she works with and a couple of her friends. So that was fun. It was fun. It was good tacos there. I had some great burritos uh, tonight, though, man. If there's one thing that El Caro can do, it's make, it's make some Mexican food, man. El Caro? Wait, what? Oh, no, he's still stuck in Mexico, man. Don't worry. He's still stuck? He's still he's, he's still, still somewhere? He's still down yeah. there somewhere? He's digging a <sighs> tunnel like El Chapo. Don't worry, he'll show up in Ohio eventually. Yeah, he's going to show up behind me eventually like New Jack to you. But thankfully, you, <laughs> don't don't live that, in, uh, you don't live in Long Island anymore, so he's not just Thank right God. around the corner. He's not just Thank right around God. the corner. <laughs> Frank, we actually played in with uh, an awesome track from Castle Crashers, the Spanish Waltz. If you remember, this was the music that would play when you were in the uh, the the blacksmith area of of like that little. It's not really like a hub, but like that you know the area that there was no like fighting or anything like that. We it used to play the crap out of It kind of was a hub area. We we love this game. It sort of was a hub, but it wasn't really a hub. Yeah, uh, I do have a question for you though. Yeah, what's that? Uh, what do you call a country musician celebrating Cinco de Mayo? Country musician. Ariba McIntyre. <laughs> oh, God. It's going to be one right. of these episodes. It's one of those episodes. Oh, God. We haven't had one of these in a very long time. I, I know. Cause sorry. The fa- I, I know because the, fa- the, fans, the fans beg me to stop. But can't I stop. Am sorry stop. in advance for what is to come over the next 90 minutes or however long this is going to take. But I am not sorry for the music that we're about to play. And we are going to kick to our first trios block. I think we're going to have to start calling it trios blocks to keep in theme with with AEW. And uh, these three picks first come from you, Frank. These are going to be awesome. We'll go ahead and listen to these and we'll be right back after. You're listening to Mariachi Madness from Rayman Legends. Released September 3rd, 2013. Composed by Christopher Harrell and Billy Martin. listening to a cover of Dr. Wily Stage 1 from Mega Man 2 by Mariachi Entertainment System, originally released in June 1989, composed by Takashi Tatiishi.
You're listening to Vega's theme from Super Street Fighter 2, released July 18, 1994, composed by Isao Bay and Sun Nishigaki. freaking great were my block of tracks, huh? Oh, dude. So, first of all, we need to talk about Rayman Legends, because... And, and, my, that, and, my, secret, and my secret shame of never playing the game. I can't believe... You, we were talking about that when I was re-listening to the track there before we came back. Uh, I can't believe you've never played this one, because I honestly think it's one of the better Rayman games. And I'm a huge fan. Yeah, that's what really sucks. Uh, yeah, it's, just, it's, it's so cool, because it's kind of like, uh, I guess, something more recent that did the same thing, Sackboy on PlayStation 5 did this where they would remix popular songs into levels and I freaking loved that about Rayman Legends and the one there, Mariachi Madness is obviously just a, a cover of Eye of the Tiger, so that's but so Spanish. good. But it's But yeah, it's, dude, it's so good and, and from a great game as well. Um, you also had a, a fun one in there of, of a group that we want to give a shout out to over on YouTube, Mariachi Entertainment System, uh, with their cover of Dr. Wily Stage 1 from Mega Man 2. They have so many awesome covers on their YouTube channel that you were showing me the other day. Like, it was blowing my mind, because first of all, I'd never heard of this group. Yeah, and it's just this, like... I, I, I don't think they're a family, right? No, it's just a, it's a, it's a bunch of musicians. Who it's are... just a bunch of musicians that like came together and yeah, yeah, and that's pretty freaking. Awesome. And they always start every video with a drink, so that's actually really cool. But um, yeah, you gotta, you gotta take that shot before you play, man. They have so many awesome mariachi covers of of excellent video game music, and I, I know a lot of people like listening to covers and and things like that. So check them out, especially today, Cinco de Mayo. Mar Mariachi Entertainment System. They should be seeing a lot of a lot of views and subs today. Uh, I can tell you right now, I've listened to almost everything they put out. Like I just deep dived into that channel. 
Uh, in fact, when I originally made my picks, I'm not going to lie, I made them all from that from Mariachi Entertainment system. Yeah, you when, when we I put mean, our Bri list Bri together, Brian had, Brian had to run me back in a little bit. Uh, yeah, we, 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 we do the obvious thing. You know, we have a joint playlist on YouTube that we add tracks to throughout the week. And I noticed as the playlist was building that your tracks were all coming from the same spot. And I was like, hey, now. <laughs> I want to spread it out and thankfully we did because the episode ended up great at least in my opinion uh yeah and with that last track man vega of course right i mean it's not it's not a frank block on the cinco de mayo without a track from street fighter and and vega because the most the most frustrating would you would you call him a sub boss would you call him a sub boss in the, in the, in the first time probably yeah yeah, but he's the, when, he's when, the worst. when you think like when you think Spanish flared characters, oh yeah, he he's one of the first that come to at least my mind, and I'm not even a huge I Street Fighter him, fan. I think of him. I think of Raphael from uh, Soul Calibur. And Lawrence then, like, from Final Fight, which we're actually not playing his theme uh, today on the show. We could have. I mean, it fits just as well, but. Uh, he is another one that sticks out to me. You know, it's those those are your big heavy hitters, you know. One from Quacamelee. <laughs> I don't want to spoil the surprise of him coming up later on. <laughs> well, we're about to have him in the next block, and I think he's going to even be in the block after that too. So, oh man, yeah. But Vegas theme, I, I did so. You know how music transports you, man. Like, that was added I, to the game. Like he was added after. I believe not after. It was Super Street Fighter. Was it was added. Super Street Fighter that he was added. Super Street Fighter, yeah. And that was an updated cabinet that hit the arcades. Like I can't remember how many months after, but. I remember the crowds in the arcades when the update finally came in for Street Fighter 2, and I know you do wow. too. Uh, absolutely. In fact, just hearing this music transports me back to that time, and my frustration is palpable because he's such a bastard to place place against. He, he just he's just coming off the cage doing his little deal. Not cool. Okay. Not cool. He was one. Of, he was one of the cooler characters. He was one of the cooler characters to to be introduced, especially like with the way that he was moving around the little you know two D arenas because it was doing things that we hadn't seen yet. And I was like, damn, that's so cool. <laughs> one of my favorite cosplays is people doing him. Yeah, man. Well, all Street Fighter has great music. Of course it does. Of course it does. We've talked about it time and time again. So. Um, all right, man. Well, let's go ahead and jump to another block of tracks here. I'm excited to listen to these next three. I, you know, they're, they're the first from, besides the opening track, which was one of my picks as well. Um, these three here, I, I think, are excellent. So let's go ahead and take a listen to these, and we'll be right back after that. You're listening to Santa Lucita from Guacamelee, released April 9th, 2013, composed by Rom DePresco.
you're listening to Zero from Ace Combat Zero The Belkin War. Released April 25th, 2006, composed by Kaiki Kobayashi, Tetsukazu Nakanishi, Hiroshi Akobu, and Junichi Nakutsura.
You're listening to La Havana from Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. Released October 29th, 2013, composed by Brian Tyler. Those three tracks, those tracks, so good. We started off, little guacamole as we tease there. The Returnal Juan, Santa Lucita, such a great piece of music. I love the trumpets in this track, Frank. We would be damn fools if we didn't pick something from guacamole on this episode. Absolutely, dude. Like, it is... 
again, you know, we talked about when you think of, of like, Spanish-flared characters. If you think of Spanish-flared games, there's not that many popular ones. Guacamelee has to be sitting near the top of, you know, games featured in and around Mexico or, or the culture. I guess, I mean, Tomb Raider comes to mind, but yeah, that, was yeah. that was only, like, one specific scene of one specific game. When Laura in the in the reboot trilogy was down there in uh, I, I forget what city it was, but it was on it wasn't Cinco de Mayo, it was Day of the Dead though. So, but and still, that comes game. to mind. Uh, but yeah, but honestly, Juan is one of my favorite uh, video game luchadors of all time. Yeah, video game luchadors though, just video game luchadors. Well, I who's mean, El Forte, uh, El Forte gives him a pretty good. Who's your favorite just luchador of all time? Uh, El Generico. Fuego del Sol. Um, the Shockmaster. Shockmaster. Who's your favorite podcast luchador of all time? <laughs> I guess El Caro, because I can't think of any other ones that are even, like, remotely as handsome. Excalibur. Is he on a podcast? I bet you he is. They're all on podcasts. <laughs> but, do, do, you, but, do you know how you break up a single de Mayo celebration? I don't. You call him 911. Ah, yes. Okay. The nice, the nice one reference from uh, Guacamole. You did it. You did there it. You, you, tie, you tied it all in. Ah, man. Trumpets, though. I, I think trumpets really make this track stand out to me above above a lot of other things in the Guacamelee soundtrack. That's one of the things I'm most excited for tomorrow is I'm hoping to see some mariachi bands. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of good mariachi stuff out there. And of course, you know, with your last block, we just played the uh, mariachi entertainment system. So, uh, but speaking of that, too, how incredible was that Ace Combat Zero track? Like... I'm familiar with this game. Now, I'm not 100% familiar with the soundtrack. I've only played a couple of the Ace Combat games. This one was from the PlayStation 2. But I was listening to it, and I and I stumbled upon this track. And, you know, it starts off a little bit with, within, like, the first 30 seconds, you get a little bit of that Spanish flair going on. But then it kind of... It kind of morphs into more of like a a symphonic piece, and then you get this choral girl in the background, and then you get some guys chanting, which I knew would stand out to Frank. But then it goes into full-blown mariachi band in the middle instead of a guitar solo, and it's just so freaking good! <laughs> nah, man, you freaking knocked it out of the park with that one right there. It's I was so not expecting good. that. It mixes all of those different elements into one track that, that really just... It's it's beyond epic. It's so good. And it's the only thing that really sounds like that off of the Ace Combat Zero soundtrack. But the rest of the soundtrack is incredible as well, if you want to check it out. But man, that one is just beyond incredible. Uh, and then, of course, with Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag, a lot of those tracks do have some Spanish flair going on as well. The one I chose, La Havana. I know it's a little bit more Cuban than anything else on the playlist today, but this is probably one of my favorite tracks off the soundtrack. And Black Flag, still one of my favorite games in the Assassin's Creed franchise. Like, it was the one of the better ones back when, you know, 2 was great, and then 3 was ugh. But then 4 was awesome, and it was also the first one to release on, you know, the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox uh, One, because if you waited the extra month, because it, you know, hit the, or I'm sorry, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, but you could get it on the 360 and the PS3 like the month prior if you were impatient. But <laughs> yeah, man, this game was great, and the soundtrack's awesome too, and this track just really, I mean, it's, 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 it's awesome. It fits. It's good. 
I was bopping to this earlier today. I was out in my garden, like with my, my earbuds in, and I was like, oh, all right, all right. Uh, out in the, out the, in the, the garden of Colorado. I wonder what kind of garden that might be up Integrity Farms. No, no, no. I'm a good boy. I, 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 but I am growing jalapenos. Randy Marsh is your boss. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's legal. Why do I have to buy it? Why, why, why grow it? I can just get it from you know. Right well, the I mean, if, if, yeah, if you grow it, it's free. Shh, Brian, I don't want the cops to come to my house. But but it's, I mean, Randy Marsh, Tegrity Farms, just wear your Tegrity t Jessica wants to get a Tegrity t-shirt so bad. <laughs> I, I, have a, I have a Randy Marsh uh, face mask. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, so yeah, that's about, that's about it. <laughs> that's awesome. It's the pandemic special. The pandemic special. And it makes me sad that we really haven't had South Park in almost two years now. Like, it's hard to the, get them all together the, with this stuff. Well, the last season, if you really even want to call it a season, was the pandemic special and then the vaccination special. Like, that yeah, was it. That's it. That was literally it. And that's how it's categorized on HBO Max as well. It's really sad. <laughs> Hopefully they're back soon. I hope so, too. Let's get to another block of music. We have three more coming up from you, and I am really excited to listen to these. They are all excellent. I'm actually really excited to talk about these as well. So let's jump to these, and then we will, of course, be right back. You're listening to Los Manglares from Guacamelee 2, released August 21st, 2018, composed by Rom DePresco.
This is Kyle, and one day you can be too. Every Friday, I host what is soon to be your favorite podcast, The Media Files. Me and one of my best friends talk about pop culture happening so that you don't look like an uncultured swine during those boring water cooler conversations. Laughs are shared, tears are cried, and sometimes we have really interesting special guests that you might be familiar with. Download The Media Files wherever you download podcasts, and remember, be kind, be honest, and we'll see you later. You're listening to And El Mariachi from Mother 3, released April 20th, 2006, composed by Shogo Sakai. listening to Dark Pit from Kid Icarus Uprising, released March 23rd, 2012, composed by Matoy Sakuraba.
Dude, the trumpet, the trumpet. <laughs> I told you, man. And that's the same thing about the uh, the original Guacamelee track, how how Rom DePresco did that one. What he did here with Los Manglares for Guacamelee 2. That was a very good try, Brian. Los Manglares. Los Manglares. I don't know. The, the swamps for our non-Spanish-speaking fans or our non-Spanish-speaking co-hosts. Um, Such a great track. An incredible pick. Lot. And it's funny, like, when you go from listening to the entire soundtrack to Guacamelee to then listening to the entire or a good chunk of the entire soundtrack for both Guacamelee and Guacamelee 2, what Rom DePresco did with the soundtrack for Guacamelee 2 is leaps and bounds so much better than the original Guacamelee. <laughs> like, this soundtrack is just so mind-blowingly good. Really well done. That's why... This is why, you know, and the fact that the games are good, that we need a three. I really hope so. I really do hope that we get a Guacamelee three. Uh, the ending to two was left open for you know the the series to continue. As as why wouldn't it be? So hopefully, Drinkbox does not uh, you know abandon it. I can't imagine that they will. But they are working on that. Uh, what nobody saves the world or something? That other RPG that was announced a few months back. Yeah, just drop that. Let's get to Guacamelee three. Okay. Let's get Juan into Smash Brothers. Juan in Smash Brothers. I'm surprised that hasn't happened yet. He'd be a good character for Smash Brothers. Him versus Incineroar would be one hell of a fight. Get him an alternate uh, character costume with a green mask. It might might look a little like Al Francaro. So just a little more muscular. Um, just a little more muscular and slimmer. <laughs> yeah. What can I say? I love cake. Um, but no. I also love. Was, was, was the, the Mother 3 track, dude. Mother 3 track. And I had a feeling that this would show up on the playlist today. And I had a feeling that it would be in your picks because I recently saw and retweeted uh, Terry Crews begging for the localization of Mother 3. <laughs> it's crazy when you see like big stars or even like cool stars like him who are just gamers. Like, I, I, would was, say, I, I, I would say he's both big and cool. I wouldn't say anything otherwise to him. He'd kick your ass. He'd kick your um, ass. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I respect Terry Crews. He, he, he's the man. Um, and but, Shog it's Shogo Sagai's compositions for Mother 3 are, are so incredible. And we were talking about it while re-listening to the track there during the break. We're not, like, huge Earthbound Mother fans. I don't think neither one of us, I would say, are, are massive fans of the franchise. We've both played Earthbound and have finished Earthbound. But Dan, you know, one of our other LDG comrades, a huge fan of the series, played through Earthbound, you know, so many different times. One of his top games of all time and just, you know, cries himself to sleep every night that Mother 3 hasn't been officially released in English yet. We were talking about it. Nintendo of America supposedly has that English version done of Mother 3, and if you believe the Nintendo insiders that have been floating around the internet for the past few years, that English version has been done for like three years now, and it's just been sitting there waiting for whatever time that Nintendo decides to release it, so... Hopefully. Maybe it was voice acting. Who knows? Maybe they're waiting on Gilbert Gottfried to, to finish his part. Gilbert Gottfried, because he's not doing anything in Mortal Kombat, so they're going to try to get him for Mother 3. There you go. <laughs> 
Oh man, yeah, but what a great pick. Another, uh, of course, and El Mariachi, as the track is called, so of course it's going to sound very mariachi. Um, I really do hope that we get to play Mother 3 officially in English and not just the fan translation, which I've never played. I actually never have soon. played the fan translation. I think so, too. Uh, I, I Just like the... Uh, Sunday. The, well, maybe not Sunday, even though Sunday is Mother's Day. I don't think that would be perfect, though. <laughs> Was going to change that org petition right now and see what happens. That would be perfect. Mother 3, released on Mother's Day. Make it happen. Make it happen, Nintendo. And then, Frank, of course, of course you have Kidakar uh, Uprising on here. But holy crap, is this track amazing, dude! Matoi Sakuraba! Holy shit, my man! How much do we love Dark Pit? The first thing he does is he punches a woman. Oh, dude, and he's got this amazing, <laughs> amazing, like, mariachi backing track. Wow, what an incredible character. Just really, to, does he, yeah, this is the first thing he did to a bunch <laughs> he of does, women. He please punch Valentina. Now, of course, you know, it's not, I mean, it's a god. We, 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 we don't condone that, okay? No, of course, but, I mean, that is the first thing he did that is kind of fucked if up. If you're going to hit anything, you you're going to hit our music, okay? Um, Ooh, good shout out! Back to Blood and Destroyers and all the wrestling podcast. But I do have a real question for you. Why do Mexican guys take Xanax? Oh, no. This one doesn't sound good. For Hispanic attacks. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I got my bottle of Xanax next to me. <laughs> Matoy Sakuraba nailed this track out of the park, dude. Like as he does with every other thing he's ever done. Oh, ab absolutely, absolutely. And and you know the Kitakara up, uh, Uprising soundtrack, as we've talked about on the show before, uh, an insanely, insanely talented list of composers that worked on that that no, composition. Seriously, one so of the best soundtracks. One of the best soundtracks for one of the worst games. <laughs> no, you always say that. <laughs> And, and that and that opinion is is not the the average opinion on 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 this game. It's kind of crazy. So people are wrong. It's I think it's funny that you hated this game being such a Kitakars fan. So I mean, after the Game Boy game that they did, you never could top it. Yeah, I know, I know. But holy crap, what a track that was! Very impressive. And man, I wonder if we ever will see something in this franchise again. I hope so. I do too. THU Nordic, they can do it. THU Nordic, no. Although, I, I really do think they're about to we'll have their... How, we'll uh, see how Biomutant does. I was about to say, I think they're about to have their first truly, like, successful game. Like, I think scooping up Biomutant was a good move. One of the better moves that they made as a company since, you know, becoming THQ Nordic. So. <laughs> they made so many stupid mistakes otherwise. Holy crap. Oh, my God. All right. Let's kick to the last trios block that we're going to have on the episode today. Uh, these three are my picks, and they are very Japanese. Enjoy. Let's listen, and then we'll be right back. You're listening to Born to be Bone from Gitaru Man, released February 18th, 2002, composed by Coil.
You're listening to Glinting Cosmic Mambo from Chibi Robo. Released February 8th, 2006. Composed by Hirofubi Taniguchi. Listening to An Eternal Dream Memories of the Heaven from Sway the Argus Adventure. Released December 30th, 2001, composed by Wataro Ishibashi. Honestly, think my if Dark Pit is not my favorite track, then then my favorite track might have been that one right there. But uh, we'll talk about that one in a second. Let's first start off with Born to Be Bone from Guitar Man. It's been a while since we played some Guitar Man on BG Mania. How weird! Even 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 though it's got like this, you know, 
Spanish mariachi flair going on within like the first minute and then spread out here and there throughout the rest of the track. There's so many other things going on during this track that like you don't really know what to pay attention to. There's just so much going on, so much noise, but it's not terrible. It's not bad by any means. It all works, but it's so weird. It's such a great track. You know, with all that noise, I was thinking I was going to get like a Yoko Ono song out of, we've got something pretty awesome here. <laughs> ah, I'm sorry, it can't go too long or she'll sue me for copyright. Well, they have that one, the part of the track, like, Two, two or two and a half minutes in or whatever where they're like, it's the rubber band or like the coil of a doorstop or whatever doing the boing, boing type thing. So I guess that might be somewhat similar, but but, but not to quite. Be a kid again, to be a kid again, I used to do that all the time. Yeah, little stupid stuff like that. Man, I think about that stuff often. Like what I used to do during my childhood and even like teenage years and then what I do now. It's totally different. Besides playing video games, which is the constant, everything else is totally different. And it's like, yeah. I, I try to do, not everything, but like some of the things that I used to enjoy doing as a kid or, or a teenager. And it's just like, I don't understand why I thought it was fun. We were young and dumb. Young and dumb is a... But we weren't for a reason. Like, like, it was fun. Like and times, yeah, time, times change. You know, it's it's how it is. Trust me. In the winter, when when the roads would freeze over, the driveways would freeze over. It was fun to take a a hammer and smash the crap out of the ice. It was fun. I, I still do that myself. Well, that's what I mean. Like I went out there and did it this way. No, I'm just kidding. I did. I didn't do that, but I thought about it, and I was like, man, that just would make me look really, really weird as as a, a mid thirties adult. There's. <laughs> No hiding it from my neighbors. They know. They know that you go out there and smash ice with hammers. They, they, they know I'm, I'm a crazy man you know, who, who walks around his yard shirtless and Oof. a sight for sore eyes. Eyes. Hey, I'm dead sexy. Uh, dead sexy. Do you do you stop the ice cream truck with your shirt off? I, I have. Does the truck stop or does it push on the gas and take off? Oh, tr- trust me, they stop. They know your boy got some money. Okay. They know. They know Frank's about to drop a twenty. <laughs> Give me what you got today! Type of thing. Yeah, yeah but I can't do that anymore because I've been getting sunburned and passing out, and that's not fun. <sighs> but if you listen to this music while you're passing out, it'll be uh, a great time at least. No, I, I say I listened to this music while I worked on my garden trips today. There's a visual for you all. You know, just. Woohoo, baby! Everybody uh, but, wanted to see that. Well, Brian, I do have a, another important question to ask you. Oh my god, what can that be? <laughs> uh, which Disney princess only comes out on Cinco de Mayo? <sighs> which Disney Taco princess? Taco Bell! Right? Taco Bell. <laughs> Bong, that's where we need Sean's soundboard. He's got to hit us with a Taco Bell clip. This is Nacho Average Episode. Nacho Average Episode. Because we had a Chibi Robo track in that playlist. Which was freaking amazing. It is really good. And it's surprising how weird that game was. You know, this little plug running around. But I keep hoping that we see something in the Chibi Robo series on the Switch. You know, we had... um. What was that game? It came out in Ziplash. It was on the 3DS. That, yes. like, side-scrolling Chibi Robo game. And it came with a Chibi, Chibi Robo Amiibo. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it didn't score that well. So, I, I think it was like, if you go to Metacritic now, and Wikipedia says it's at 59. So, that's not too hot. And I hope that doesn't, you know, mean Nintendo is going to abandon ship with Chibi Robo, because... 
I, I do think that there's room for for him as a character in Nintendo's lineup, and I think they could make with, with the right idea. Obviously, Ziplash wasn't the right idea, but with the right idea, they can make a really cool Chibi-Robo game. So hopefully we haven't seen the last of it. I mean, now that he's been introduced to us, it may be a little easier for him to get into another game. Yeah, and, he's, and, he's, and he's the star of a popular meme with the fire behind him and everything. Oh, that's right, that's right. Him. Yeah. Absolutely, 10,000%. B- back during, like, the, the Nintendo Direct craze when we actually used to get Nintendo Directs on a on a regular basis and everybody always were thinking that... Uh... Bring back Reggie! <laughs> Reggie's been talking about... Uh, what were you telling me about? He's been, he's been hearing rumors of Mother 3, yeah. He doesn't work at Nintendo anymore. I mean, he's obviously not going to just be like, hey, fuck these guys, Mother 3, it's done! Just tell them when they're going to release it! <laughs> That'd be funny, though. Would be. Ah, and I also had a pick from a nice little JRPG in there, Zwei. Uh, this one kind of, it loosely translates to an eternal dream, Memories of the Heavens, uh, being composed by Wataro Ishibashi. I think this track might be one of my favorites of the episode today. It is just, it's like JRPG village, peaceful, mixed with a nice Spanish guitar. It's so good. Why does it have a German title? I don't know. I'm Sway sure. is German for two. You're is welcome. It? See, not, and now you know. And no one's well, got the model. The, the subtitle for the game is A Great Adventure for Two. There you go. See? I'm super smart. And there's a sequel to this game as well. I have both of them on Steam. Never played either one of them. <laughs> Just do I it. might one day. I might one day. I might. One day. It, 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 is the sequel called Dre? <laughs> no, I forgot about Dre. <sighs> Damn it, I set you up for that one. <laughs> Frank, when you actually submitted your list, I was uh, not surprised to see our closeout track on there as well. Luigi's theme from Mario Strike is Charged, a Wii game that I am familiar with, one that I absolutely enjoyed because the Mario soccer games are always so much fun. And now that we're getting Mario Golf next month, don't forget to pick it up because it's going to be so good. Uh, now we can start asking for a new Mario Strikers game because that's what we want next. <laughs> uh, why not, man? With the popularity of uh, other soccer games and being that Nintendo sports games are awesome. Well, look how well Tennis Aces did, dude. I loved it. Play- played it until I got to those last chal- four challenge episode uh, uh, matches and I couldn't beat them. It was uh, it was an awesome game that had regular new characters released D- for DLC freely that, you know, was, was just done so well. And I-, I hope that Mario Golf Super Rush follows a similar format where, where, I don't know what I was trying to do there, where they will release characters on a on a regular basis and hopefully i'm hoping they might even do like new courses whether they be free or sold because that's what i think is awesome about the mario golf games is like the actual like tours that you can go on and like the the courses that you can see it'd be cool to actually be able to buy new ones in the upcoming game i would love other video games like 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 a hyrule like a oh sort of like what mario kart did Exactly. Yeah, with like the Animal Crossing levels and the Hyrule from Zelda, that would totally be really cool. So, but how awesome is Luigi's theme, man? Like, I can understand the, I why? understand the Latin flair. I actually, I, okay, I, I'm assuming uh, why? Because that is my question. Because the track is so excellent, and it's Luigi. He's and here's Italian. my assumption. He's Italian. For one, us Italians love us Latinas. Uh, number two, okay, sure. <laughs> I mean, then why is it Mario's thing? Spanish flair just because he's in love with Princess Peach, I guess. Yeah, but he's, he's, he's a bad Italian. 
Not a good Italian man. He's an Italian. He doesn't make pizza right. His garlic knots probably tastes like crap. Um, you do not though. Thank you. <laughs> I, I'm assuming because of the soccer game, and soccer is much, much bigger in Latin American countries than it is That's in the true. United States. That's uh, true. It's very fitting to put it there. Um, you probably can't put it for Mario. Mario, I'm assuming his theme, and I'm just guessing, is probably something more like a remixed version of It's more something. what you would expect yeah. for a Mario so, theme. Whereas Luigi is the perennial number two, so why don't you give the number two guy your awesome Latin theme? Okay, maybe I'll buy maybe, it. Maybe, maybe maybe L for Latino. Uh, who knows? I could throw a thousand things at the wall and see what sticks. But I love the track. <laughs> yeah, regardless of why the track sounds the way it does, doesn't matter because the track is excellent, and it is a great way to close out this episode that I thought was from top to bottom, like I said at the beginning, going to be a fantastic episode. This was so much fun to listen to all these tracks and talk about them, and talk about Cinco de Mayo, and talk about what we're going to be doing tonight during Blood and Guts for uh, AEW Dynamite. Tonight, make sure you're tuning in live, 8 p.m. Eastern, and then uh, tune in on Monday the 10th for an all-new episode of Blood and Destroyers, an all wrestling podcast hosted by uh, both Frank and myself. Whew! Cinco de Mayo. It's going to be a good one tonight. I don't know, like I said, I don't know exactly what I'm going to be eating, because we haven't decided yet, but... I'm excited for some food tonight. Hey, man. I hope everybody has a nice, fun Cinco de Mayo. Myself, yeah, stay I'm, safe. Not a, I'm, I'm not above using obscure Mexican battles to justify my drinking, so you can do the same. <laughs> Whatever you choose to do, make sure you stay safe. But unfortunately, that is going to bring us to the close of the show for this week. We want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode of BG Mania made possible, of course, by LevelDownGames.com. Don't forget to submit tracks, ideas, and requests for future episodes to BGMania.LevelDownGames.com. Regardless of the podcast service you're listening through, be sure to show your support by leaving a rating and a review, especially if you're listening through Apple Podcasts. We'd also be grateful if you can drop on over to our YouTube channel. That's YouTube.com forward slash LevelDownGames. Subscribe to us there. And if you haven't already, while you're at it, hit up Twitch.tv forward slash LevelDownGames and click that follow button. Stocking us on social media is perfectly acceptable. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook will be the place to do so. Check that description box for the appropriate links, and of course, in that description box, you will find a link to our Discord server. Click it, join it, and interact with us. Frank, I do want to quickly uh, point out that the reception since your return on the show has been beyond positive, and I, I just want to want to point that out and thank everybody for the kind comments that have came in through email. Like I said, bgman at livedongames.com, brian at livedongames.com. Uh, we've gotten things through DM. One specifically that I wanted to point out, Frank, from your boy, Martin, came in Martin, the other day. Martin! My man! He said, he said, great to see you and Frank back together again on the show, fellas. So... Uh, a lot of positive comments coming in from everybody across the board. And Guys, I said the same ask thing him for a raise on, for me. Ask for a ask raise. Him for, ask him for a raise. A raise just would mean you get to pick more tracks, but that's it. <laughs> and nobody wants I'll that. Take, I'll take what nobody, I can get. Nobody wants that. They don't want to see the episodes that would actually come to fruition if Frank was in charge of the playlists from top to bottom. An all Rugrats episode. It would be a terrible, terrible timeline of BG Mania episodes. So you don't really want that. But yeah, I said the same thing on the past episode uh, this week of Blood and Destroyers. Uh, we've had a lot of positive comments since since Frank's been back, so that's been awesome. And the content's been really good. Everything's been posting somewhat pretty close to on time, so we're, we're, we're doing good again, so it's been awesome. But uh, yeah, just wanted to mention that. Uh, so if you have any other comments or ratings interviews, you can definitely leave those for us. 
taking us out of this episode, we're going to be taking a listen to, like we talked about, Luigi's theme from Mario Strikers Charged, released July 30th, 2007, composed by Mike Peacock, Darren Radke, Chad York, Scott McFadden, or McFadden, and Davor Vulama. Keep the music playing, and keep it loud. Ole! Thank you. Oh, 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 oh,